Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I am really excited that you guys are here for today's episode because we are chatting about a topic that I think pretty much everyone has asked me about. And that sounds very dramatic, like I'm a big time influencer or something. And I'm that is not what I'm saying. But I think every single person that has reached out to me in my DMs who are newer nurses or who are kind of making a transition have asked me about building confidence as a nurse. And let me tell you, I am not the expert on this topic so many things on this podcast. I think you guys on the other side of this, you're listening to this and maybe you're thinking to yourself like, oh my God, she's got this figured out. She knows what she's doing. I'm here to tell you that that has never been the case. This podcast has never been me saying, look over here. I have it all figured out. Here are the answers. And that's what I'm here to tell you. It is literally me being like, I think this is probably how this goes. I'm figuring out as I go. And that is the beauty of this podcast and this community is that we are growing together. We are all figuring this out at the same time. And maybe if you are a brand new nurse, yeah, I'm I'm a couple steps ahead of you. But do not think that I am 14 steps ahead of you and I'm an expert and experienced nurse. I know everything. Nope. I do not have all the answers. Funny way to introduce this topic because I'm basically being like, guess what? I'm not confident either, but I do know a little bit about how to build that confidence. I am from when I started as a nurse till now, I will say that I am leaps and bounds ahead of where I used to be when it comes to confidence. But every single day as a nurse and in this community, building a business, working closer with nurses, like I am encountered with new situations that test that confidence. And that is the first thing that I want to remind you of. The most important way that you can learn how to build confidence, not just as a nurse, but as a human being in general with literally any skill, the best way to build confidence is to get uncomfortable, is to get into situations that make you feel uncomfortable outside of your comfort zone. Confidence is not built where you're comfortable. Those two should be antonyms. Every time that you test that comfort zone, every time you take a risk, you try a new challenge, it is an opportunity for you to prove to yourself that you have the abilities, the qualities to survive and perform in that scenario. You may not do it great the first time, and that is to be expected. But every time you get through an uncomfortable situation, you've literally just won a piece of evidence to put in your confidence bucket. Because the next time you do that situation, you're gonna be like, well, I did this once before and I survived that time, so I'll be okay this time. Every single time that you 
step into an uncomfortable space, it's an opportunity for you to build that confidence, even if that situation doesn't go exactly how you want it to. By proving to yourself that you're capable of making it through alone, that is a huge piece of getting more confident, especially as a nurse. So for my nurses, an example of this, if you right now think, I am terrified if my patient codes, you should be, just to start out, you should be afraid of that. That's okay. But if you are like, I, I don't know what I do in a code blue. I'm so, I have no confidence in that situation. I think I just freeze. Like, I don't know what I would do because you haven't had your patient code and you haven't had to run a code blue, right? The only way for you to build confidence at running a code blue is literally to run a code blue. Otherwise, you're never going to get confident. You can read all the books you want. You can watch all the videos, but it doesn't matter until you step into that uncomfortable space of being new at something, of not knowing what you're doing and surviving and making it through. We have to get uncomfortable to get better. That's the only way. So embrace that. Acknowledge that it's going to be a part of this. Acknowledge that this growth as a nurse and in your career and in any space requires you to start at square one where it doesn't feel very good. But I promise you that every time you do it, it will feel better. Now, another way we can practice getting uncomfortable and getting more familiar with new situations is simply to get in the room. And that's my next thing that I want you to work on. If you are a newer nurse, if you're in a new space, if you're just not feeling confident with the skill, get in the room. Watch people do the task or do the thing that you are uncomfortable with. Help with everything you possibly can. Get in the room and see what other people are doing. Learn from them. Take their strategies and compare it to somebody else's. Try it out. Figure out what works for you. But get in the room first. So if you are a brand new nurse, this is the perfect opportunity. When you first start out, especially when you are still on orientation, talk with your preceptor, look around at the assignments and see what other people are doing. It is the right time for you to be helping other people as much as possible because then you're going to see more and more. And again, that's just going to demystify some of this fear that we have around new tasks and being new. The more we see things, the more we try things, the more that we get uncomfortable, the more comfortable we're going to get over time. So check out what else is going on on the unit that you're working on or the unit that you are a student on. If there's an opportunity for you to help turn a patient who is intubated and that's new for you, get in the room, offer to be an extra hand, ask nurses questions as you're helping them, but get in the room and help. Get your hands on, do something that is always going to help you get more comfortable and just build those skills. So if there's a code going on and you are new to codes, Go towards the room, even if you are a runner. If you are a person being like, I need flushes, and you can run and get flushes, that's going to get you familiar with, okay, here's what the flushes are, A, but also B, this is what it feels like to be in a room like this. Observe what people are doing, how they're communicating, the skills they're using. Are there distinct roles that are apparent? Like you can observe and learn so much from other people. So it's not always about you running the code immediately to get uncomfortable. Part of it is just getting in the room. If there's like a new piece of equipment that is being used on a floor where you are precepting or working. So in the ICU, if somebody's setting up CRRT, continuous renal replacement therapy, get in the room. Check it out. Ask some questions about the machine. You do not need to be the one running it immediately, but at least we're seeing what it looks like. 
We're planting some seeds in our brain so that two years from now when they say, hey, we want you to do CRT, you can pull from somewhere. There's some familiarity. There's a little bit of knowledge there that is always going to put you a few steps ahead. And while you're doing this, while you're trying new things, while you're getting in the room, make connections with other nurses or other healthcare workers. Make all the connections that you possibly can, especially, especially for my students and my new nurses. Or if you are new on a unit, the newer you are, the more connections I want you to be making. Talk to the other nurses. Check about their experiences. See where they've worked before. Maybe it's somewhere where you want to work and you've now made a connection. You're networking. Or it's, it's someone that you can learn from. They've been a nurse for 15 years and they've worked on this unit for 10 of those. That is such a golden resource that we are losing so quickly in this field right now. So hang on to those people, ask them questions, absorb as much knowledge from them as you possibly can. So talk to the people on your unit, make connections there. Make connections with other healthcare workers in general, the respiratory therapists, the physical therapists, the techs, the charge nurses, the managers. Make connections with all of them because you are learning about their roles, how they work with you. And the next time you call a code, you have this respiratory therapist who trusts you a little bit more because you have a little bit of rapport. That is huge alone, but also it's a spot for you to gain some knowledge. It's a resource for you to go to when you have questions. And that is an excellent way for you to build your confidence over time because pretty much all confidence is, is getting more comfortable with the situation based on experience and knowledge. So what better way to boost up your knowledge base than gathering people around you who are more knowledgeable than you are about a topic? They're the ones that you go to with your questions. The other types of connections that you can make that are super valuable in this space, A, are podcasts like this one. Reach out to your favorite podcaster. Maybe there's some of them that aren't going to answer you, but I promise you, I will always answer you. So reach out. I'm not just plugging myself here, but in general, be less afraid than you are to reach out to people that you don't know. Like so many of you have sent me a message and you've said things like, I'm so sorry to bother you, or I know you're really busy, or, you know, I know this is kind of weird, but it's never weird. It is literally my favorite thing in the world to make connections with all of you. So be bold next time. All these podcasts you listen to, send them a message. See what happens. Ask them questions. How did you build confidence as a nurse? What's your experience like? I appreciate this podcast so much. I've learned a lot. What about this topic? Have you ever thought about this? Those are great ways to make connections. And now you have a person in your back pocket who has different experience than you do. The other option I want you to remember is connecting with a nurse mentor of some kind. Now, there are a billion out there. There are so many different programs and avenues you can take with this. You could just take an online program, but really having a connection with someone and having that mentor is someone you can go to with questions or ask them things throughout your day, someone who can help build this confidence up as a nurse and help you with your career in general, that is an invaluable resource. Now, if you've been listening for some time, you know that I am now accepting coaching clients for nurse mentorship. But while I would absolutely be honored to work with any of you, and I just would love to make that deeper connection with you and help support you in any way possible, I know of a ton of different programs and avenues you could take when it comes to mentorship. I am not just here to plug mine. I have had a nurse mentor before, and I would be happy to share that with you guys too. Like, I just want you to find someone that you connect with well. And maybe that is me. I would 
love to see if we're a good good match if we make a good connection that is the key you have to find someone that you work well with someone who pushes you in the right way someone that you feel confident and trust to ask questions about struggles you're having in your career or experiences that you are going through like you should have a a source like that that you feel comfortable with so if it's not someone like me I would love to point you in directions that might be a better fit for you so find someone and this could also be on your unit if you have a charge nurse that you really trust if you've got that one nurse who has a lot of experience that you really work well with they could be your mentor but i would highly recommend that you have regular times that you talk to them and debrief with them and go through these things so that you can build confidence over time those networks connections and resources are the best way to build up our confidence bucket because they will deposit evidence into that bucket for us as well. We'll be we'll be working on our confidence ourselves, but the more we hear from other people and the more we get their support, the bigger that bucket grows and the more confident we become. So try it out. Even if it's not with me, try it with someone. Find a resource that works for you. But shamelessly, I would love to work with you. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, then we probably vibe really well. And that is what you're looking for when it comes to mentorship. So that's another option in terms of making connections. And that is a great way to build confidence. The next piece, and we've kind of talked about this throughout all of this, is education and training. Now, it's not always about waiting around for those opportunities to arise. The big thing that I want you to remember when it comes to training is to ask for training. Because so often especially right now when we are so short on nurses, we are getting thrown off of orientations too fast. We have classes cut. The orientations are getting shorter and less detailed. They're just kind of throwing people to the wolves and being like, figure it out. And we usually do because we are incredibly talented, resilient people as nurses. And so we can usually hold our own and figure it out eventually. But wouldn't it be better if you got the training that you deserve when you should have it? So to give you an example, one thing that I have done in my current role, and has it always worked? No, but I continue to try and ask, but is my current role in the cath lab, there are devices that I have not encountered very often. It's just it's just how it happened to be. Like whenever I'm on call, we aren't doing balloon pumps, for example. I don't see enough balloon pumps because every time I'm on call, if they put anything in, it's an impella. So I talked to my manager and I said, I have not have a lot of experience with balloon pumps. I try and get in the room whenever there is a balloon pump, but I would love a class or a training with one of the reps so that I can get more familiar with how to like navigate the screen and set it up and everything because I haven't done it. So she scheduled times when the reps could come. It was a great reminder for her because she's like, oh yeah, we have a bunch of new people that probably would be helpful. And you can do the exact same thing. So if you are on a unit and there's a a disease process, a device, a strategy, something that you haven't had to interact with much that you feel kind of uncomfortable with or you want to learn more about or you think is an opportunity for growth on the unit in general, bring it up to your clinical educator or your manager. Someone like that is a great resource where they can schedule it for you. So then you know, okay, next Tuesday, the rep's going to be coming in so I can make sure that I attend that class so that I can get a little bit more comfortable. That's a great way to boost your knowledge and education. You can't just wait around for someone to train you on something. Sometimes you have to make those opportunities for yourself. And in the same vein, 
We know that nursing is a lifelong learning role. We are going to be educated for our entire lives. Like we have to stay on top of things because in the medical field and healthcare in general, things are always changing and evolving. So it requires lifelong learning. So if you're not getting what you need always at at your current role with your manager, with your clinical educator, there are endless resources on the internet for nurses to gain education in a certain area. So if you're not getting the training on balloon pumps that you want, I guarantee that if you looked online, you will find a course that you can take that's going to help you with balloon pumps. You will find a course on hemodynamics. You will find a course on time management. A few of my favorite resources for you that I have taken courses from and know that they have a ton of valuable high quality courses um, are Whole Life Nurse. So she is kind of all about job and career growth. Um, Nicole Kupchik, she has so many different courses on like cardiac stuff, um, codes, all sorts of things. Rapid Response RN, she specializes in rapid responses and emergencies, but she has all sorts of great education for you on her Instagram and on her site as well. And then lastly, Fresh RN. I know that she has some really great courses that are super affordable too, that can help you grow as a new nurse. So there are a number of them. I will put those in the show notes for you guys to remember, but get your education, ask for it at work, but also seek out your own resources that you always know that you can turn to when there's a topic that you are struggling with. And then the last one is kind of, again, has been sprinkled throughout this, but the biggest thing is I want you to get hands-on practice. You have to do the things to get more comfortable with them. And that's part of the getting uncomfortable, but really what I want you to remember is the action involved. You can't just watch somebody else do things all the time. You have to get your hands in there and do it yourself. The best way to get used to pulling a sheath or changing a central line or putting in a foley is to put the foley in yourself, not to watch somebody else do it 40 times. The only way for you to really master that skill is to get your hands on and do it yourself and have someone there with you. That can help with the the comfort. I mean, it's not always comfortable to have someone watch you, but you at least know that you're being safe because I know that that's a big fear when it comes to being new at some of these skills is that you're going to hurt someone. So if that is how you feel, make sure that you have another nurse or someone there with you that can advise you as needed, but also will not just like nitpick and judge you the whole time. So find that balance. But you got to get your hands on practice. That is the most important thing I want you to remember when it comes to building confidence is the only way to get more confident at a skill is to do the skill. Otherwise, you're going to stay exactly where you are. So you got to get uncomfortable and get your hands dirty. And then you're going to get better at whatever it is that is making you feel uncomfortable, making you feel like you're not enough, have that doubt. And the last thing I just want to say too is... What you're experiencing, if you're coming to this episode because you're like, I'm not confident at all, I feel like an idiot, I'm terrified of this job, I go to work terrified that I'm going to hurt someone every day, like there's so much anxiety, I'm struggling with my confidence as a nurse. If you were feeling any of this and you came to this episode, know that that is so normal. Know that you are not alone in that feeling. It may feel like everyone around you has it all figured out, but I promise that they don't. I promise that I don't. I'm over here telling you about building confidence and please know that I am still working on this skill. Just like lifelong learning, 
I think there is a skill of lifelong confidence building because there's always going to be something new that you have to get comfortable with again. So I just want you to remember that you are not alone in feeling like you don't know what you're doing or feeling like you're struggling or that you really are just trying to build your confidence and you just don't feel like you're there yet. That is exactly where you're supposed to be right now. This is an important phase. Every single human on this planet has had a day one at everything that they do. You had a day one learning how to walk. And now I'm assuming you're pretty confident with your ability to walk and breathe and (laughs) everything else. Like you have learned and grown through so much already. Let that be evidence for how much you are capable of. You already survived nursing school. Most of you that are listening to this right now, you survived that. That should give you a huge confidence boost. If you could get through school and the pressures that come along with that, going from zero to touching patients you can do this too. You can get better and get more confident at your ability to be a nurse wherever you are right now. It's going to get better, I promise. But you got to put in your reps. You got to put in the the work. You got to get your hands on things. You got to be in the room and get uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable over here with you. I'm trying to build a business over here. I have no idea what I'm doing. This is literally me back at square one. With in terms of confidence, but I'm putting in my reps every day. I'm making the connections. I'm educating myself. I'm getting really, really, really uncomfortable every single day of my life at this point. So know that you are in good company. And if I can help you in any way in your journey to more confidence as a nurse, please tell me. I would love to help however I possibly can. If that help is me connecting you to a different resource, I'm happy to do it. So please reach out send me a DM, tell me what you think, tell me if there's anything you want to add here. And if this episode was helpful for you, please share it with one of your nursing friends or healthcare friends. Like I think we can all benefit from these types of reminders. And I think we can all benefit from a little bit more confidence. Before I forget too, if you have not already, please come over and join us in the 75 Simplified Challenge through the end of the year. We are working on ourselves. We are elevating ourselves and ending the year on a strong note so that when we get to January 1st, we're already on top of our goals and we're going to crush it. Like That's exactly what I would love for you. It's a completely free challenge. We have a Facebook group. You can follow the link in my bio or any of the information will be in the show notes below, but I would love to have you there. Even if you're coming late to the game, that's totally no problem. We can still crush the end of the year, even if you're joining right now. So please come over and join us. I think you're going to love it. We're really starting to build some really cool conversations and connections in that group. So I would love to see you there. If you have any questions, send me a message. I love you guys. I am rooting for you and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.